Revival of the Economy While the fiscal and monetary supports that are announced to overcome the pandemic situation are substantial, the impacts of these measures depend heavily on how they are implemented. Going by the present trends, one could be optimistic that these measures should help the economy to revive, although the extent of revival could also depend on how the pandemic situation is going to evolve in the coming months. With the world facing unprecedented shock due to the COVID-19 and with sudden stop of economic activities, there are expectations that there could be a permanent loss of output. From Most countries have downgraded their growth expectations in the current financial years with negative growth rates. In India, as well, with the pandemic situation still evolving, the growth forecast by all the agencies have been negative, with the median forecast at close to minus 10%. While there are no official forecasts, Of late, the Reserve Bank of India expects the GDP to contract by 9.5%. With risk to the downside under such precarious conditions, what are the fiscal policy responses that the government has undertaken and what could be its impact on the growth contractions? This piece would briefly look into it. As a preamble, it is an, it is important to understand briefly though the pre-pandemic situation and to what extent there was policy space to overcome the adverse impact of the pandemic. Indeed, the GDP growth was already in a show, slowdown phase even in 2019-20. It has registered a growth of 4.1% which was the lowest in over a decade. The fiscal situation was even more precarious with the central government invoking the escape clause in the FRBM Amendment Act of 2018 for two consecutive years that allows the governments to run 0.5% more fiscal deficit than specified in the Act. Accordingly, the Union Budget 2020-2021 suggested a fiscal deficit of 3.8% for 2019-20 and 3.3% for the 2020-2021. However, the data from the Comptroller of Government Accounts suggests that even for 2019-20, the fiscal deficit is is expected to be 4.6% against the provisional estimates of 3.8%. On the part of state governments, most of the studies, including by RBI study of state finances, suggest that the fiscal position at the states only deteriorated since 2015-16 despite higher devolution to the states. In a way, the government entered this pandemic phase with weak growth prospects and with a weak fiscal situation. In the last quarter of 2019 to 2020, GDP growth was at 3.1% and the first quarter of 2020 to 2021 registered the sharpest decline of minus 23.9%. While the pandemic by itself could not have led such sharp slowdown, it is the most 
stringent lockdown although that was needed to protect the lives that india has adopted in the first quarter which has led to sudden stop in the economic activities with the gradual opening up of the activities over six phases there appears to be some green shoots noticeable since the end of the september 2020 now the policy responses and its impact on growth is something that may be interesting to look into what are the actions that the largest democracy in the world has undertaken to address this pandemic and this subsequent economic slowdown on the policy sphere while the rbi was proactive initially to soothe the financial markets there was hesitancy on the part of the fis of the financial markets there was hesitancy on the part of the fiscal policy clearly due to the weak fiscal situation the rbi has reduced the policy interest rate sharply and also pumped in more liquidity to the market it has also introduced loan moratorium and other measures such as increasing ways and means advances to the state government's credit guarantee schemes and loan restricting committee among many other sectoral interventions with the monetary policy twist unlike in the past there is a significant improvement in the monetary policy transmission in the recent period following this the central government outlined rupees 20 lakh crore stimulus package with accompanied large scale structural reforms as a part of atmanirbhar bharat package while there were some apprehensions about the package that is that it may push india back to import substitution era that led to low level of equilibrium and low growth the prime minister has clarified in his independence day address and also during his speech to the un general assembly that under the package the aim is to make india a manufacturing hub for the world indeed the package talks of four l's land labor liquidity and laws with more structural reforms in all these areas the package also aims to help the country become self reliant and provide support to msmes the agricultural and allied sectors migrant workers civil aviation defense energy housing and social sector that are adversely affected by the pandemic as well as lockdown the prime minister also suggested five pillars of this package and they are economy infrastructure system vibrant demography and demand however what has caught the eyes was the rupees 20 lakh crore stimulus package the atmanirbhar bharat package includes wide ranging interventions such as direct benefit transfer food security rural jobs under manrega's credit guarantee schemes for msmes and kisan credit card kcc scheme the package also includes a monetary stimulus provided under liquidity measures which is to the tune of rupees 8.01 lakh crore the extent of support in comparison with the rest of the world suggests india's intervention is wide ranging and comparable to most of the countries except japan and us This includes a range of interventions from credit guarantee, food security jobs, anti-poverty program, etc. There are few reform measures not specified. However, one of the criticism with regard to this package is that the fiscal cost of this package is just 
about 1.5% of GDP as most of them include the monetary stimulus and credit guarantees. This stands against the demand for the large fiscal stimulus that needs to be front-loaded in order to contain the sharp contraction in the GDP growth. However, it is important to understand that the credit guarantee to MSMEs and KCC Though do not directly affecting the fiscal deficit, it could add to the outstanding liabilities broader concept than public debt through contingent liabilities. In a way, while this measure does not put additional fiscal costs in the short term, this can help in reviving investments in the sectors that are hard hit, not only due to the pandemic and the subsequent lockdown, but also due to the successive shocks such as demonetizations and GST implementation. Further, this would also help banks that are struggling with NPAs and provisioning can be done to business in these crucial sectors. Against these fiscal policy measures, now there are discussions on what should be the extent of fiscal support provided to the economy in the current year. As discussed earlier, while the fiscal support under Atmanirbhar Bharat is just 1.5% in our view, the fiscal support since the beginning of the current fiscal year could be larger than this and the combined fiscal deficit in the current financial year could be somewhere close to 12% of the GDP. If one adds the public sector borrowing of about 2%, the total borrowing in the current year could be anywhere close to 14% of GDP. Hence, it is important to highlight that the fiscal package also needs to include <coughs> the additional borrowing of about 2.1% of the GDP that the central government announced even before the Atmanirbhar Bharat package to continue the expenditures as proposed in the Union Budget 2020-2021. While this is due to the expected decline in the revenues, additional borrowings needs to be treated as fiscal support to the ailing economy. Further, in addition to this, the states are also allowed to borrow 2% more as suggested under the FRBM Act. Although there are some conditionalities, such relaxation should help some of the states to increase borrowings to compensate for the revenue losses as well as the increased demands for healthcare and other expenditures to balance lives and livelihoods. It may be added here that the government has already mentioned that it is open for more fiscal support and is yet to decide when and how much to spend. But it is also important to decide on where to spend. What could be the impact of these policy interventions on the GDP growth in the country? This is the most crucial question among the people. There are discussions about the shape of the recovery, whether it would be V or U or W or any other shaped recovery is something that is very important for investors. While the government feels that there could be a V-shaped recovery, most analysts feel that the recovery may not be that sharp. In our view, while the slowdown was sharp due to sudden lockdown, the recovery is expected to be prolonged and that depends heavily on the implementation of fiscal monetary packages. In a way, in our view, the recovery could look like a smoking pipe shape with a sharp dip in the beginning and prolonged recovery at the later stage. Indeed, there are few green shots already visible in the economy that suggest a gradual recovery. 
indicators related to credit offtakes to MSMEs, rural development expenditures, which suggest utilization of over 80% of annual allocation. Electricity, demand, etc. suggest pick up in economic activities across the sectors. At the state level, while the expenditures due to the pandemic has increased manifold, the revenues have dwindled largely due to decline in the revenues under the GST. This has led to large gap between the actual and the promised 14% increase in the GST proceeds to every state government. While this could be, while this could lead to some tensions between the center and states, the pressure on the states to borrow more could be huge, and this could lead to the substantial jump in the public debt at the state level. Here are many suggested it is important for the center to help the states by borrowing from the market directly so that the interest burden on the states could reduce. Overall, in our view, while the fiscal and monetary supports that are announced are substantial, the impacts of these measures depend heavily on how they are implemented. Going by the present trends, one could be optimistic that these measures should help the economy to revive, although the extent of revival could also depend on how the, the pandemic situation is going to evolve in the coming months. There is also equal concern on, the, on how these measures are going to affect the inflation management.